Hi, this is Adam Bergman, IRA Financial, and today I'm going to talk about weed and your IRA. Marijuana, cannabis, weed, whatever you want to call it, has over the last several years become a a hot topic or question for a lot of IRA investors who uh, are looking to take advantage of the attractive investment markets for marijuana. And the question we have received as a custodian uh, of IRAs and 401ks is essentially, am I allowed to hold um, stock or interest in a uh, company that operates in a state where marijuana is legal? Can my IRA own an interest? Um, the, The short answer is yes. Technically, so long as the company operates in a state where marijuana is legal, there's nothing prohibiting your retirement account from investing in that company, just like you can do so individually, as long as, again, the company is operating legally. And there's cannabis laws in 46 states, um, but obviously cannabis is still illegal under federal law. And the federal government regulates drugs through the Controlled Substance Act, CSA, which unfortunately doesn't recognize the difference between medical and recreational use of cannabis. So, and also the laws are applied only against persons who possess, cultivate, or distribute large quantities of cannabis. So, under federal law, cannabis is treated like every other controlled substance, such as cocaine and heroin, which is you know ludicrous. But that's kind of where we're at. And um, you know, Jeff Sessions, Attorney General, is basically um, looking to you know police uh, marijuana. And doesn't seem very keen on on legalizing it from a federal standpoint. So, we're people that want to use their retirement accounts to invest in in marijuana or cannabis companies, whether it's uh, cultivating retail or um, uh, other um, avenues relating to cannabis, are are kind of left uh, with some questions. Number one, can I do it from an IRS standpoint? So from an IRS standpoint, when it comes to investing in retirement accounts, the IRS doesn't say what you can do, only what you cannot do. And there's basically three things you can't do with an IRA. You can't buy life insurance, which marijuana isn't. You can't buy collectibles like art. Marijuana doesn't seem to be a collectible. Uh, maybe for some people, but not for most, not um, according to the IRS, uh, likely. And third, you can't do any transaction under 4975 of the Internal Revenue Code that directly or indirectly involves the IRA owner, his or her disqualified or lineal descendants, or any or direct and indirect benefit of those lineal descendants. So just to recap, under 4975, you can't do any investment that directly and indirectly benefits you or your lineal descendants, which are essentially your parents, children, spouse, daughter-in-law, son-in-law, whether it's a direct or indirect benefit. So you can't buy a house and rent it to your kids or you know, invest in your kid's business. So as long as you have no lineal descendants or disqualified people or yourself involved in the cannabis business you wish to invest, your IRA, and technically you can do it. So the question then becomes procedurally, how difficult is it um, based off the fact that um, you know cannabis companies um, have uh, and are still currently facing difficulty opening accounts at banks, credit unions, uh, who are worried about holding funds and getting into a situation where they're um, you know, holding illegal uh, funds. Because again, as I just mentioned, even though the states are treating, uh, for example, Oregon or California, are treating cannabis as legal, federally it's illegal. And if the, the banks are governed by federal rules, um, 
which requires banks and financial firms, and also to file SARS suspicious activity reports. So technically, each transaction they'd have to file SARS on, but that's not even the biggest issue. The big issue is really banks are concerned about losing their charter since they're federally regulated, for the most part, if they're allowing local companies that operate legally under a state framework um, to hold cash in their accounts. So it becomes an issue um, that that it's very hard to deal with. Um, you know, banks do uh, have worked with mar- marijuana type businesses. Um, they have to file reports and obviously comply with a lot of regulations, um, whether it's suspicious activity reports or, or other um, uh, reports. There, there's a lot of uh, regulation, um, but that's not the answer for most cannabis companies. Um, the big issue is still most of the big banks won't touch them. And a lot of custodians, since, for example, IRA Financial, were governed by the Division of Banking of South Dakota. So marijuana or cannabis is not legal in South Dakota. So we technically cannot accept funds from, from marijuana companies. But if we have an IRA that is with us or, or a 401k with us that wants to invest into a marijuana company, can we hold the stock or securities associated with that marijuana company? And obviously, there's a distinction between cash uh, from the operations of the company and holding stock of a cannabis company. Um, and again, it's still a gray area, uh, just like um, cannabis companies uh, are not allowed to list on a public stock exchange. They're going to Canada or, or other countries to list. Um, we, we've had those issues from an industry perspective. What do we do with investors that want to use their IRA to invest in a cannabis company. What we've suggested is set up an LLC, so the IRS, IRA would own an LLC, and have the LLC through a local bank um, use those funds to purchase uh, an interest in the uh, cannabis company. Uh, the bank, uh, when you complete uh, account opening information, um, the, as long as they allow you to open the account, um, you're simply a passive investor into a cannabis company. You're not operating the cannabis company. You're just investing. Um, our clients have been able to open the account and thus do the investment that way. We're still a little bit unclear from a regulation standpoint whether we're able to hold IRA assets that are involved in um, the uh, you know operation of cannabis types company, even if the company obviously is operating legally, whether it's Colorado, Washington, Oregon, Alaska, California, Massachusetts, Maine, Nevada, we're, we're a little bit uh, cautious and we haven't got enough guidance from the Division of Banking of South Dakota whether we're able to hold an LLC interest or stock from a company uh, operating a cannabis business. So to get around that, we're, offer, we're, we're suggesting our clients set up an LLC with a local bank, have the IRA invest in the LLC, and then from that standpoint, um, make the investment into the cannabis company. Um, this way, it's removed from this, the custodian. The custodian simply holding an interest in an LLC, and you as the manager of that LLC can then make that investment directly into the cannabis company. Um, from a 401k standpoint, a little bit different since you're the trustee of the plan, you would have to make that decision on behalf of the plan. Uh, clearly, from an IRS standpoint, you're fine uh, as long as the bank allows you to make that investment. I don't think you'll have uh, an issue as a trustee from a, an IRS Department of Labor standpoint, uh, considering um, the investment is not it does not violate IRS rules. Um, whether it vi- violates you know federal banking rules or, or you know is a question that you know the trustee of the plan is generally not responsible for. That's more of a banking issue. Um, 
but uh, that becomes the issue. So for clients that really want to, to hold uh, a, a, a cannabis investment through our trust company, we would file a SARS, a suspicious activity report likely, um, if we allowed the investment, if our compliance department allowed it. Uh, but there's some risk and there's no guidance because technically we're governed by the South Dakota Division of Banking, as I mentioned, and uh, marijuana is not legal in uh, South Dakota. So even if we're not you know, operating a marijuana company or holding funds for that company, all we're doing is allowing the IRA investor to move funds uh, from their current uh, retirement account to us and then into that marijuana company, which is obviously in a state that uh, marijuana is legal in, there could be some risk from, from our standpoint um, if we're holding an interest in a marijuana company in the IRA, even though technically there's nothing in the tax code that prohibits um, an IRA from investing in a legal investment, doesn't violate 408, it's not life insurance collectibles, and it doesn't violate 4975. So the issue is, does it violate federal law, banking law, the banking rules or someone else's issue if you're not investing into the trust company? Um, but again, it's a, it comes really to a banking uh, issue, which uh, unfortunately, uh, since banks are governed by federal rules, um, it becomes an issue uh, for most banks. Uh, and that's why most of the major banks are not allowing for uh, any cannabis business to, uh, op- to have an account through them, um, which has obviously caused a lot of pain and frustration to the uh, cannabis business. But we've had a number of clients, obviously, over the year, um, uh, you know, inquire about investing through the cannabis business. Um, we've suggested the LLC because this way um, it's another bank's responsibility to figure out how they want to deal with that. Um, most banks, you know, there's a case of Wells Fargo who um, there's a report, uh, Nikki Fried, who's a Democrat running for agriculture commissioner in Florida. She had a bank at Wells Fargo and they just shut her bank account on, down and, and they said it has a policy against serving marijuana related businesses. Uh, since uh, Ms. Free was advocating for expanded patient access to medical marijuana. So they just shut her account down. Um, and, and that could happen to clients who use the IRLC to invest in cannabis um, businesses. Um, and that's kind of the issue and the flux the industry's in, where it's legal in certain states, but federally it's not. And from a banking perspective, since banks uh, are dealing with federal regulators, what do they do? Most banks have decided to take the cautious approach and say we're not going to allow accounts uh, and hold accounts. Uh, many IRA custodians have done the same thing. Um, so uh, most of our clients have used uh, either a 401k or an LLC account, which they control, to, to make the investment um, at that point. Um, since they're not operating a marijuana business, they're, it's not even a marijuana-related business, there's no business activity, they're just an investor in a marijuana business, um, the cash goes through that LLC account and then gets transmitted to the company, and at that point, whether they close the account down or not, it's not as material. Uh, because there's no cash in the account. The account's already been, the funds already been invested into the cannabis company. So that's one uh, quick uh, get around. We'll see where it goes. Um, It's obviously a lot of interest because it's obviously a huge growing industry. You can see it from the public company raises in Canada, the fact that uh, the the parent of Corona has invested, uh, made a huge investment into a cannabis business. And so is uh, a lot of other companies are looking to get into the growing industry. So uh, there's nothing in the tax code that says it's illegal for IRAs. Um, There's a lot of interest in it. The issue is procedurally, how do you do it uh, from an 
IRA. Uh, a lot of custodians don't want to get involved. The IRA LLC may be one way to do it uh, where you don't have to deal with the custodian since the custodian will just hold an interest in the LLC and then you can make the investment through a local bank assuming you can get the account opened. Um, Adam Bergman, IRA Financial. Uh, you can follow us Twitter at IRAFG, Instagram, uh, Facebook. Uh, you can always reach me on LinkedIn uh, or at IRA Financial Group. Um, thanks for listening. And um, if you have further questions or you have uh, interest in an additional podcast topic, let us know. Uh, love hearing from you guys. And uh, thanks again for uh, you know making this one of the more popular retirement podcasts. Uh, super excited about that. And uh, you know, keep listening. Thanks again.